Chris and welcome Podcast Peldroid episode 121. My name is Russell and uh, apologies for the slightly echoey sound on the upcoming recording. Uh, we've recorded during a, a small window. Both myself and the guest Matt Shaw had during the working day and uh, the only space I could find was a slightly echoey room. But nevertheless, it's not me you want to be listening to, it's Matt for reasons that will soon become apparent. Dilkham Randall, thanks for listening. I'm on my own for this one, a little stocking filler, I suppose. And we have the very great pleasure of Matt Shaw from the And He Takes That Chance podcast, the Huddersfield Town fan podcast. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Matt. Thanks, Russell. If we're talking about Huddersfield, it's either we're going to be talking and reminiscing about you and Robert, yeah. or we're going to be a bit more contemporary and we're going to be hearing a bit more about this Sorba Thomas who has sort of landed on people's radar in the last three to four weeks from, I think it's probably fair to say, pretty much out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's obviously started the season really, really well. He's the, as we're recording, the reigning championship player of the month for August. I'm probably not alone in not knowing a huge amount about him. Uh, scoured sort of wiki, scoured Google, scoured the fan pages, the blogs, etc., for a bit more information. And of course, uh, and I wasn't aware of this when I first heard the news that Rob Page had been speaking to him, or had been at least watching him and having him having him scouted. Uh, he'd only been with you since the turn of the year as well, so. I suppose in some respects, there's not necessarily a huge amount to go on from, from yourselves as well, but he's getting people on their feet, as I understand it, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a great start to the season. Uh, really exciting, exciting player. And he's the type of player that you like to go and watch. You know, when, when you go to a football game, it's not, you know, your big centre-backs and, you know, your, your passive water-carrying midfielders aren't the ones you go and watch. It's the ones that get you off your feet, the ones who'll run at defenders, uh, put, you know, balls into the box. Uh, and, you know, he's he's... He's certainly done that this season, and just to go back a bit, Russell, there's uh, there's quite a few ex uh, Huddersfield players uh, with uh, with Welsh connections as well. Ewan Roberts, uh, Barry Horn was a big favourite of ours for a little while as well in the 1990s. David Phillips, Danny Ward, uh, recently as well, a couple of years ago, played a huge huge part in our in our promotion. So all very well thought of, and and not mentioning Steve Jenkins as well. Steve Jenkins was a, a big part of. Uh, Huddersfield Town for quite a while as well, so we've got a lot of uh, a lot of Welsh favourites at the football club, and uh, and Sorba's definitely uh, turning into one as well. Um, you know, we signed him from Boreham Wood in, in January just for a few hundred thousand uh, as as a project. Really, he, he came through the academy system at West Ham, so he had a good grounding and was released at sixteen. He, he went to Boreham Wood, and he just rebuilt himself up really from there. When he came to us, there were little murmurs that we were going to send him out on loan to Harrogate in in League Two. But I think he impressed enough early on just to be kept, you know, at the club. And uh, we did uh, suffer an injury crisis uh, at points last season, so he was used off of the bench quite a few times, and he did okay. But it's really over the summer where the Sorba Thomas story really sort of takes foot. Really, he came back early before the vast majority of players came back. You know, so he sacrificed his own time to to come back to the club. He spent a lot of time with the analysts, the dietitians. He's constantly in with. You know the analyst guys. You know they, they record every training session. They put you know slice bits and bits and bats together for them to look at. You know how what they're doing well and what they're not doing well. And he's constantly there. He's constantly with the dietitians. Uh, the stories of when he first came and they they travelled away to a game and you know when they all get drinks and, and whatnot. And he he got a, a coke. You know, one of the first away games he got himself a coke and that was one of the f- sort of things whereby the club sort of said oh no this isn't this isn't what you do as a professional footballer you know you need to mm-hmm. you need to be drinking water etc but he's really taken to professional football uh you know at championship level brilliantly he's uh, he's such an enthusiastic and effervescent character really and 
he's really enjoyable to watch. Um, and he really got a breakthrough at the start of the season. We had a number of injury and COVID issues over the summer. So the first game of the season, I don't think he was due to start. And then we lost pretty much every left back that we've got at the club due to COVID. And he played left wing back against Derby and he, he had a real starring role in that game. Nathan Byrne played right back for Derby, who's a, a really decent championship right back. And Sauber kept him very quiet defensively. And going forward, he caused a number of issues. He, he put a number of balls into the box and he created the goal that got us the point. And from there, he never really looked back. We, we moved him across to the right-hand side because we have Josh Caroma on the left, who's, who's a decent player. And Sauber was moved to the right-hand side. Uh, which is not really where he played much at Boreham He was more of a left side cutting in onto his right kind of player. But he's he's taken to it brilliantly. He's taken to the wing back role brilliantly. He works hard and his delivery, it, it, everything around Sauber Thomas, he's, he's relatively quick. I wouldn't say he was lightning. He's not quite as quick as a Dan James, for example. But he is decent. He's getting quicker as well. The more he trains, the more uh, time he has on the field, the more time in the championship, he becomes quicker, he becomes stronger, he's working really hard. But the main thing that you get with Sauber Thomas is, is real quality delivery into the box. Um, he's the top, uh, you know, when you look at the statistics for the, the championship, he's, he's way out in front, you know, in terms of key passes. Uh, most of these are, you know, from corners or free kicks. Uh, you know, he's got four assists, he's the top of the stats for that as well. Uh, and which is really harsh, really, because... There are a couple of other goals we've scored which have come from his through balls or his, you know, his crosses into the box which have ricocheted a little bit and he's not quite got the the glory of an assist. So, you know, his impact has been huge really and we sit seventh at the moment in the championship and you have to say a large part of it is down to the quality that he's brought. This will be music to our ears. Uh, we're blessed with wide players. Dan James, you mentioned, there's this uh, lad, Gareth Bay, you might have heard of him, you know, Harry Wilson. You know, even the likes of Nico Williams can play quite advanced, you know, notwithstanding formation that allows you wing-backs to push forward as well. You know, Chris Gunter is still hanging around, Reese Norton Davis has got a terrific engine. Sadly, our problem is always that too few of these get regular games at club level. It sometimes feels they come in a little bit undercooked. So just the fact that he's playing regularly, irrespective of how well he's playing, that's always nice, clearly, but the fact that he's playing regularly, I think, has made a lot of Welsh fans sort of take notice of him. But everything you said there is, is just icing on that on that cake. You, you talked about left-back, wing-back. Rob Page has played with wing-backs. I mean, most international teams will obviously change things depending on who they're facing and, and, and availability. And we were decimated with all sorts of injuries and COVID and visa problems in the last window. And, and Dan James is our first choice left winger. Now, it's nice to have options, don't get me wrong. Where do you think he's best suited down the flank, whether it's left or right for that matter? Uh, you know, Because by the sounds of it, he's a much more offensive player. If you're playing wing-back or certainly left-back, you need a bit more of that defensive rigidity. I mean, what, what's his game like in, in defensive terms as well? Uh, we play, at the minute, we're playing a, a quite a, a slanted 3-4-3, if you like. So we have a, a, a defender called Matty Pearson, who's playing right-sided centre-back. To sort of get the best out of Sauber Thomas, we push him a little bit higher than you, you sort of ordinary wing back if you like and it's almost like a rugby defense in terms of how they slide across a little bit to compensate okay. for for him and then our left back Harry Toffolo drops a little bit lower than what Sauber Thomas does so we're not quite symmetrical in the way that we line up if you like so Sauber okay. plays a little bit higher uh, he's he's far more attacking than he is defensive but the wonderful thing about him is he's so full of zest life and enthusiasm it's such a uh, it's, it really is a joy to watch him sort of play football because you can see he's he's loving every minute of being out there and he's, he's really grasped the opportunity that he's got and I think that's one of the most wonderful things about him is that 
we have a number of players who get the idea, that the impression that they're going through the motions. You know, the last three years have been quite tough as a Huddersfield fan, watching a number of players kind of not really wanting to be part of the club, whereas Sorba Thomas's drive and his enthusiasm could really push him forward. Mm. And, and he mm. does want to play for Wales as well. You know, during, you know, I'm, I'm not one of the kind of fans who spends a lot of time on Instagram looking at, you know, players' pictures and whatnot. But I have noticed over the over the course of the Euros, he had his Wales shirt out. You know, he was pretty much, he was very much a, a Wales fan. I think his mum comes from Newport, somewhere around there. Yeah, yes, so could. he's he's very much on the Welsh train, is Sorba, and he would he would absolutely love to play for Wales. You know, you can tell from from everything that he's done so far that it would it would be a real ideal fillet for him to be able to do that. And what he would bring really is that he's more of an attacking centre. He's right footed. You know, we had a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about the the quality of his delivery. And we, it's just a real shame we don't have a striker like Kiefer Moore. Uh, who you know Sorba Thomas could pick out in the box because Kiefer Moore at championship level is an absolute menace you know with his size and his strength and you know his heading ability mm. and Sorba Thomas could find his find his eyebrows from from Newport to to Landudno I don't you know he's, he's so he's so accurate with his delivery <laughs> and I look at Wales and Wales have got a really decent team now when when Huddersfield used to have you know Rob Page played centre-back for us as well back you know back in the day and he was he was excellent in a short spell for us was Rob Page you know in in terms of his organisation and if Wales ever went down the route whereby they wanted to play a very sort of strict and rigid system and, and play and play for set pieces and play you know that kind of game whereby you would they would stay defensively solid and look to pick teams off on the counter Saab is a really good a really good addition because you know he can run with the ball from deep and his pinpoint delivery is really ideal for a team that can sit deep and attack quickly. So, you know, and he, he gets his head up quickly as well and, and he picks decent passes. So I think he would be be decent. But where he would fit in, Dan James is obviously a premier premier winger there. He can play right, he can play left, or he can come off the bench and he, he could probably even play number 10. You know, and he would he would take to it with as much enthusiasm, I think, as, as what he's taken to everything in the last nine months. Because that's what I think already. He's also played through the middle. I think first his first few games at Bournemouth, he was playing as as a striker. I'm not sure whether that's perhaps the position he'd had at the academy with with West Ham. We are shorter numbers up front. Um, Page went with. Uh, I mean, again, it was enforced absence. Uh, I think he had to isolate because of a, a COVID connection. Kiefer, but went with Tyler Roberts, and it it didn't really work. And Page has tried to. Does appear to be persisting with it. It'd be interesting to see what he does in the next window. But having another body up front would be terrific. Um, I've thought for a while that actually, actually Bale, uh, as much as he is, is an absolute kind of legend for us, arguably our greatest ever player. This is sometimes his tendency, and you did see it in the, in the last window for him to want to almost try too hard. And actually, just his sheer presence up front just occupies defenders, just gives them something to think about. Uh, so there could be a vacancy. Come to think of it, the way listening to you on the right actually given that that's where Bale tends to play. There does seem to be a space, even though we do seem to be blessed with wide players at the minute, that sort of probably, possibly does bring something a little bit a little bit different. What's interesting in the wing-back perspective, uh, or from the wing-back perspective, is that Page has played players like uh, Johnny Williams there, uh, and Johnny sadly has found himself at, at League Two this season, but, you know, Welsh fans have got very little, or most. There's a couple out there you'll, you, you can find of, uh, who don't particularly rate him, but... Um, He's not an obvious candidate as a wing-back. He's not particularly athletic, Johnny. He's compact, he's tidy, he's neat. Uh, a little bit lightweight, of course, that's always been the problem with him. But the sense that Page has got will play it and is, is quite prepared to be quite creative with who he, he puts in the in the, in the, in the the wing-back role as well. I think that's quite interesting as well. And again, I think that is 
that is something that's going for, for Sorber Thomas as well in, in the way Page is, is thinking about it longer term of course um, you know, we, know, we don't know how long Page is in the, in the job for but a lot rests on what happens to another Welsh left-sided player with Sierra Leonean heritage uh, in the name of Ryan Giggs of course um, and we'll likely tiptoe around him and his current predicament but you know whoever's long-term coaches by the sounds of it is going to get a player who wants to play what I really love listening to you as well is is this this work ethic he's got and that willingness to learn you know I know from people involved in coaching they say look you have all the talent you have all the the, the, the ability and the flair and the tricks work ethic yes clearly is one but that willingness to listen and, and, and to improve is is the thing that they almost want more than the talent if you like you know um, that that one is to learn and by the sounds of it he's got that in in, in abundance yeah uh, I live in I live in Leeds Russell so there's plenty of streets around here named after a certain John Charles so you know some of these locals might with oh, with long memories may may sort of challenge you on the Gareth Bale being the best Wales player ever so um, <laughs> but yeah so with with Saab I think what from from watching bits of you know the, the Welsh players that you've currently got um I, I think he's very different in some respects. You know, when I look at James and Gareth Bale, I, I look at them as more, di- and Harry Wilson to a degree, they're very sort of direct. Uh, Harry Wilson's delivery is great. You know, he, so there are comparisons there, but he's more left-sided, you know, left-footed, whereas Sorba's more right-sided. But, you know, I look at James and, and Bale and they're very direct for me. You know, they they like to cut in and they like to go at goal, uh, whereas Sorba's more uh, more creative in what he does. You know, he, he likes to get his head up and create rather than, you know, head for goal. Uh, so it does provide a, a different option, really, in terms of you know how you want to play, and and you know he, he provides that different side of the coin, if you like. Uh, whereas you know you can have your your direct players running directly at teams, where he will go on the he's ha- quite happy to go on the inside or the outside and lift his head and look to play somebody in. So you know he's he's very different in that respect. And and to be honest, at international level, if you've got Harry Wilson delivering. In swinging corners from one side and Sauber Thomas from the other, you know you, you've you've got two players there who could really damage good teams. And that for me would be quite exciting. I think. Where would you stand as a fan on, you know, generally speaking, about someone who's with a Premier League club drops out, drops quite way down to non-league, and then slowly builds their way, their career sort of back up, if you like, and builds their way back up the league? I think it says a lot about the players' personality because I I used to work in in football for, for Huddersfield as a youth scout and from seeing inside academies, you know, in academy systems, you see so many players fall by fall by the way. It's quite a sad aspect of academy football is that a lot of them fall by the wayside and they fall out with the get you know, fall out with the game completely. Uh, and I think it takes a real a mentally strong character and somebody with a real passion for, for the game and a real sort of willingness to to knuckle down and learn and look at themselves, lift themselves up and get back up the league and I think it's an enormous credit to players that are able to do that and it shows a real mental strength and character a positive aspect of a character to be able to do that because you know in football circles you know players are so you know they live in this bubble and constantly told how great they are how wonderful they are and to have that bubble burst and sort of tossed out onto the street effectively and to be able to pick yourself up from that scenario is like I say, is is difficult, and he's he's not only done that; he's he's thrived in, you know, in what he's done. And I think when when he's what you see with Sauber Thomas at Huddersfield in particular is with him in with the analysts every day, with him with the dietitians and 
this willingness and he, he constantly ta- we've got a, a rather experienced defensive midfielder called Jonathan Hogg as well who is the best way to describe it. he's quite quite a tough character you know he's from from the northeast quite quite tough and he'll leave his stud prints down your ankles etc every week you know he's that sort of player and he's he's uh, very sort of old-fashioned if you like he's Jonathan Hogg and Sauber Thomas is constantly into Jonathan Hogg they've got this sort of odd best friend relationship going on and he's you know Sauber's constantly trying to get him into Love Island and all, all this sort of daft stuff and and Hogg is obviously <laughs> relenting to, to that as as you would with Love Island and uh, but he's constantly tapping into the more experienced players and learning, and he's just—it's really great to see, you know. Especially, like, say, I know this is a not really a Huddersfield podcast, but from the last three years of where we've been, to see someone come through like this and be so enthusiastic about being a footballer for Huddersfield Town is just wonderful to see. And there are not many like that. And I think this could potentially take, you know, if he keeps this level of enthusiasm up at he's 22 now, I think he's 23 in January, uh, then, you know, he could go on and do better than, I'm not going to say he's going to do better than Huddersfield Town because we sing we're the greatest foot team in football every week, you know, so, but, you know, he's, he could do really well for himself. And to be honest, if he left Huddersfield Town and went up to the Premier League, I think we would all wish him the you know, the very best. I don't think there'd be any, uh, any people be too upset about you know be upset about losing him obviously because he's a good player but they would they would love for that Sauber Thomas story to continue and and he would deserve it because he's a really good character those players you when they move on they go with your your best wishes that sort of trajectory then reminds me a little bit of and someone like Jordan Davis at Wrexham who again similarly sort of exciting young player gets people on their feet didn't work out for him at Brighton returns to Wrexham and seems to be playing with a smile on his face again and of course this was the most obvious example would be someone like Jamie Vardy who came into the pro game relatively late even later than than Sober Thomas I I think you know and has carved out um, you know an amazing career let's be perfectly honest about it it doesn't mean that uh, you know leaving the likes of academies and things that they're they're on the scrap heap do you think you can keep him in their window yeah I think so I think I think yeah he's got quite a a decent contract you know I think he'll have another two years plus an option from January so that effectively gives you three years and so I think in terms of Huddersfield Town Huddersfield Town are a development football club you know they're not somebody who will turn down money for you know decent money for players so I think what they will have though is they will have a plan for Sauber Thomas which will involve maximizing that value over the long term and I think they will know that on this trajectory that he's on that the valuation of him you know obviously if he keeps going then his valuation will continue to go north. So I think they should be able to keep him in January. And if we're still up towards the top at 100%, they will try and try and do everything they can to keep him. But I think they will have a, a time in mind for when it might be best to move him on and get the maximum value. And um, if it happens, then he'll 100% go with uh, our best wishes. Well, Matt, I appreciate your time and the working day for us both. So I appreciate your time uh, making making some making some time and space for us. Best luck for the season as well, because I suppose a good Huddersfield season probably suggests that Silver Thomas is having a good season. I think as well, I've seen him listed as as Welsh on things, you know, the Wikipedia, some of the other kind of player-related sites. I think the paperwork has been done whereby he's, I don't know how these, what the terminology for this is, but his sort of official allegiance uh, and nationality is concerned. And I think that's the reason why he wasn't called up for the last window. Honestly, Russell, I think if you put the choice of England, Sierra Leone and Wales in front of Sauber Thomas, he would pick Wales. We would, honestly, he would pick <laughs> Wales every time. He's uh, He definitely wants to play for Wales, yeah. It's rare that the, the news goes public from the FAW's point of view that a player is eligible 
on the radar and then a call that doesn't happen and it didn't in this case and I think it's a kind of an administrative paperwork type thing so yeah. I'm fully expecting to be in the in the squad next window yeah I think because he's he's nailing his colours to the mast if you like of Wales then it probably gives Wales mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit longer to, to sort of assess and call him up you know if you've got good players in that position then maybe there isn't a rush in in some respects to to call him up but um but yeah I think he he definitely wants definitely definitely wants the Welsh call up and you know and when he does when if it, if and when it comes that I'll certainly be tuning in and uh, and wishing him the best just like we did for you and Roberts back in the back in the day we loved you and Robert. yeah Sub's got a bit of teeth man, isn't he? <laughs> that was part of the charm though wasn't it that was part of the charm of you and you know, that sort of that grin without the front teeth yeah that was um yeah we, we, loved, we loved you and you and there's a lot of commentary both in English and Welsh actually on on, on club games such a nice and, guy and such a nice guy as well, as well. so yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet the other day. I think he's out in Cannes in the south of France. So uh, I hope he's, I hope he slapped the, uh, the the lotion on the sun cream. On. Do you want to give your, your podcast a, a plug? Because I can imagine people are going to be having a bit more of an interest in Huddersfield than um, might ordinarily be the case. Uh, with all due respect, uh, from a Welsh perspective. Yeah, we talk about Sober a lot. So <laughs> yeah, so it's Andy takes that chance. It's um, the reason it's called Andy takes that chance is because it was the commentary moment from when we were promoted to the uh, to the Premier League um, on penalties. It's our sort of. Uh, they think it's all over kind of homage if you like yes so uh at takes that chance on social media takes that chance.com if you want to if you want to tune in and uh we do talk about sober quite a lot and we do have another young welsh winger coming through as well called patrick jones that we got from Wrexham, who's in our, our youth team and b team at the minute who's looking quite promising as well so hopefully uh, in a couple of years we might have two wingers in the team who knows mm, excellent don't plug it too much you'll be stealing listeners <laughs> off us with all these welsh players matt once again appreciate your time and uh, best luck for the season thanks russell